You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Hey listeners, thank you so much for signing on today. We like to thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers Podcast Show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. I'm Angela Johnson. This is Stephanie Gonzalez. So I've I've been working on my spiritual path for for a long for a while. For a long time. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gotten so good about using my tools and what those tools look like for me and just constantly, okay, now I did this. Now we're going to do this. Well, I got so good at clearing out that I cleared out everything. And what I wasn't doing was putting back in the the good stuff, the good vibrations to Mm -hmm. help raise my vibrational energy. And I think we get so stuck on our path sometimes that we're constantly doing the work, 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 that we need to take time and put the good stuff back in as well. So, and it's kind of like what Angela told me one time, it's kind of like when you do a cleanse and you clean everything out, you got to put the good bacteria back in after you do your cleanse. So, and it goes the same thing for our spiritual path. We got to, we got to find our happy place because, you know, when, when energies do come a knocking, you need to have that, you need to have that buildup of energy to, to keep them like, no, not today. Thank you very much. You know, gets to step in. So, and, you know, I kind of found out the hard way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it would be a, a good good subject I think for for you listeners to maybe you know check out on your spiritual path where you're just constantly doing the work and not not uh taking a moment to find the happy place where where you can raise your vibrations laugh with your friends and just take the win take Take the win win, you know yeah because I you do so much work but sometimes, and I, you know, I've got a lot of Virgo in me. So the idea of purifying and purging, I mean, that's nirvana, right? I'm constantly going to want to purify and purge. And what, but there are times where we really have to stop and just think, okay, but I'm doing this right. I'm doing this correctly and be happy with where you're at in the moment, because where you're at in the moment is probably pretty darn good. If you're putting in that much work, Yeah. Um, you know, we don't, treat children that way when we're teaching them something if you all you do is do the negative okay now you have to work on this now you have to work on this now you have to work on this it's just gonna they're just gonna walk away you're gonna burn out you're gonna burn out it has to have an element of joy there because that's the ultimate goal right but if you're not joy and completion and nirvana but if you don't have that along the way right (laughs) where are you gonna find it yeah yeah, I, you know, I got so, so much to the point where I had to write 10 pages in my gratitude journal, mm-hmm. just to get back to where, okay, hey, there's a heart center. Hi, heart center. <laughs> yeah, because if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. If you're, yeah. if you're on the purging path, you know, it's like everything needs to be fixed and purified and, and perfected. And 
it's a vicious loop. It can be a vicious loop. Yeah. Okay, Heather, I'm going to need an example because <laughs> we started off on one point talking about keeping the good bacteria, but then now we're talking about having joy and having no, those. No, that other is feelings. the good so, bacteria though. Okay. So, okay. So good. So then give us an example. So, when did you notice, like, how does one notice? And when did you notice if you don't mind sharing a little bit? So uh, go big or go home for Heather, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. It wasn't working for me. I just, the clearing out, I wasn't happy and I was just not, I wasn't happy. And I kept on saying, I'm not happy. And it just become monotonous. It just kept on being repetitive over and over again. And then, and then I just, I stopped and I said, I'm just going to be, I'm going to trust in my energy. I'm just going to be and allow my energy to do whatever it needs to do and not continually habitually go to what this lifetime what it represents what a core belief represented to me in this lifetime in a past lifetime and then kick out the attachments so i just sat there with my energy and i just allowed it to build up from my heart center so what I did notice is, is that I needed to get in the happy place first. So the night before I realized all this, uh, my mom was white watching Fright Club and they had a psychic on there talking about um, how this little, how this young lady was being terrorized by shadow people and that the only way to get rid of shadow people is to find your happy place, have laugh with friends and just just get happy because that's how that's how it's going to work. So and I stopped what I was reading and just paid attention to that. And I was like, okay, there's a message there. <laughs> so I woke up the next morning and I just knew that I needed to go to my happy place. I needed to find what my happy place was because I have been d doing the work on my past so much that I did. I forgot what my happy place was. I forgot where where my happy place was. And and so I walked, I walked, I walked down to my office and then just started to look at puppies and kittens on Pinterest. Cause they got great, great things on there to make you laugh. And I just started cracking up. And then I would also look on uh, YouTube for puppies and kittens and, you know, just stuff to crack me up. And then my head kind of turned and I looked at my journal, my gratitude journal, and I just started writing. And at first it started off with like little short paragraphs. And I was like, this is too much. And then I just started saying, I'm grateful for so-and-so. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And then it morphed into, I'm grateful. I am. I am grateful. I am infinitely connected to the divine. And then all of a sudden the the energy blew off the top of my head. That's what it felt like. I felt like, holy smokes. I felt the density clear, literally clear from my head chakra crown area. And it just moved out. And I was just like, okay, now we're on the right path. Because apparently somewhere I thought I wasn't infinitely connected to the divine. And then I started with my heart center. I'm grateful. I am able to feel unconditional love from my heart center. And I just worked it from there and it just, it morphed into 10 pages. 
Mm-hmm. So I finally got to a point where I was just like, okay, I'm in a good place. Then I went and meditated and sat in meditation and just did nothing because that was what was being asked of me. Do nothing. And I was like, then I realized, okay, I do nothing. And I just need to trust. And I said, I trust myself. I trust my heart center. I trust my energy to do whatever it needs to do. And I just need to hold a space for this. So I know I was relearning just to come back and just sit and hold a place of, of quietness. And also it was interesting because um, from Amujam's Amujam's uh, group session, she, she said, go check out audio shanti and i was like okay audio shanti and then i heard in my head audio shanti on youtube and i was like okay audio shanti on youtube and i went through the list and one of them popped up was what happens when you know you're being still in the moment and then he gave a little class tutorial about being still in the moment and if you can just quietly be there and hold the space and the peace then everything lines up as it should be and it just clicks into place and you don't have to do anything. So that's what was happening. So it was really lovely. And I just make sure that you equal out both sides. So that's where I'm at right now. When Did Heather feel- shared, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. When Heather shared with me what was happening, the image that I got was let's say there's this little fire happening in the, um, little garbage can by your desk, right? And and the image I got was a cup that is slowly refilling, but the minute there's anything in it, she's dumping it on the fire and and not giving the cup a chance to really fill up. So she keeps putting out, but she can't put out the fires anymore because there's not enough within her to actually put out the fire. So, you know, she needs to allow that energy to refill and to come and the joy like she said, laughing can refill your cup and just come from that and fill up first before putting out fires or doing more purging. That was the image that, that I got. Is yeah. that, that's, that's, that's a good image. Is that, it seems like it's related to self-care in a certain sense though, too. Yeah. Is, is that all entwined? Would that be Most also definitely. your cup is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I told her a story about, cause the other thing that came to my mind when she was talking about it and why she and I keep saying bacteria. Um, I had an, an associate at the time. Um, we were part of a women's group and we had to hold the women's group at our house because something had gone wrong and she was not able to leave the house because she had TMI, but she had to go to the bathroom. Like the minute she ate something, she couldn't, her body couldn't hold it. So this went on for weeks and she was losing weight. She, she had to take time off for work. She thought she was going to lose her job. She finally went to see a nutritionist and the nutritionist said, did you just do a cleanse? She said, well, yeah, I do it every year. She said, did you do the good bacteria after the cleanse? Did you restock? And she said, no. So she had thoroughly cleansed her gut out to the point where her gut could no longer function. She had to put in the good bacteria back in. She missed a vital step, which is once you clear everything out, you kind of have to refill with what you want to be. And with, you know, within days, her life went back to normal and, and she was able to do it. So that was, that was the other thing when Heather was telling me what she was going through. I was like, the good bacteria, you're, you Mm -hmm. need, you need the good thoughts. You need the good energy to come in. And it's not all about breaking contracts, 
cutting attach, you know, severing from attachments, it's a very important part, but there has to be times where you have to celebrate and, and have joy as well. So you can refill that way. Exactly. Yeah. Was it affecting your sleep or your dreams or anything, Heather? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm not going to get into too much detail, mm-hmm. but there was, mm-hmm. there was not some fun energy. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It seemed, does yeah, it kind of render you helpless? Yeah. Does it leave you vulnerable? It does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have the strength to fight off the truly bad. If you're constantly depleting yourself, cleaning, well, cleaning, cleaning. It's kind of like those soldiers, you know, when they're so hyper aware in their sleep, whenever something would come into my room, I would immediately snap out of my sleep mm-hmm. and be on the defensive of like, no, get out of my, get out of my space. So, so it was affecting you physically and spiritually Yeah, oh, because yeah. it would affect you out of your sleep. So that's physical, but you're mm-hmm. dealing with it spiritually. And obviously as an empath, that could be very dangerous too. Were you, did it affect your boundaries that you have, you know, in your own energy? Did you have people morphing into yours or did that not get affected? Um, I just because... didn't have the patience or the tolerance. Mm-hmm. There was a lack of compassion. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. it was like, I kept on saying we're uh, all work. No play makes doll girl, you know, makes Jane a doll Jack, girl. Uh, Jane, Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, and I'm just like, oh, there's my, there's my, there's my, my little tap on the shoulder. That was my feather when I kept on saying that, you know, it was like, I'm not happy. And for months I kept on saying I'm not happy. And then, yeah, all work, no play makes Jane a doll girl. So, and that was, that was my other reminder that I didn't listen to. So. But you've got to think spirits like how much more obvious do i have to freaking make this i actually have you saying things out loud <laughs> so what is like and we're like i just i don't know i just i'm not sure <laughs> what the sign is yeah well is that is that that belief well you don't even you don't even realize no. that it's a sign yeah and it is there any relation to a belief that you must suffer for exactly your knowledge it's just and, another okay. layer yeah. of like uh-huh. suffering and you know um efforting on your path mm-hmm. like your spiritual path is full of uh, a vow of poverty and shouldn't what be else easy, huh? it shouldn't be easy efforting and uh struggle yeah mm-hmm. that was another one i've been i've been doing a lot of the i am process mm-hmm. i am grateful i am free of struggle and efforting you know just stuff like that and it's been really helping helping because each time i'll say it my head will like jerk to the side and i'll feel this release so i know that that energy is just so it's make it's made it very easy and it seems not obviously in your spiritual work the um self-sacrifice but in your human side you're a caregiver and you're constantly giving and you mm-hmm. put yourself you know low on the totem pole so physically mm-hmm. and in this reality you just give 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 till there's nothing left so yeah that was complete i would imagine collapse of spiritual mental physical all because you just gave it all away you did for everyone mm-hmm. thinking you were doing it for yourself mm-hmm. in some cases but like well, like uh, angela's saying you weren't filling up your cup Right. And I also noticed that in this lifetime, whatever I've done in past lifetimes, mm-hmm. I'm reliving them right now. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's one thing after another. And I'm just like, holy smokes. 
You know, Anything you awesome. care to expand on? That'd be yeah. kind of funny. Well, like the caretaking, like caretaking is okay. one of them. Okay. I have had oh, yeah. so many lifetimes of taking care of people that this lifetime I'm learning that it's just, I'm putting Heather first and it's just, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. learning how to redo that process, I guess. I gotcha. So yeah. And just not, not giving it all away, but mm-hmm. it just seems exacerbated because it needs to go. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm done on With a soul cycle. level. We talked about mm-hmm. cycle. Once, once you really cycle. identify something, it's hard not to feel frustrated in terms of like, okay, the, the, when, you know, like when you're chewing gum, you realize, oh, there's no flavor left. And I've been <laughs> chewing it. It's like so funny. Yeah, you just want to spit it out, but you <laughs> right. can't spit it out if it's like your mom. You know, you got to like keep taking care of your mom. But how do you now start to honor the fact that you're done? You're exactly. done not putting nothing out of it first. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine there's a real sense of impatience of just wanting to engineer the solution and get it done you know well that's what was happening I I just wanted to get it done because each time I realized that this is another thing that I've you know lifetimes of whatever I was doing I was like okay we're getting it done now now we're getting it done now and I was just like I'm done I'm over it all yeah so and it was just and then you know like when you get to this point on your spiritual path where you're you're done and over it you know it's like from a soul level, you are done and over it. It's just, it needs to clear out and you just need to kind of ride, ride the ride right now. It's going to be done and you'll figure it out. So, but yeah, just (laughs) make sure you'll find the happiness and stuff. (laughs) Well, and it just makes it more enjoyable. You'll last longer. Yeah. You know, and, and everything for me, what I always have to remember is everything doesn't have to be perfect. You know, that's why this lifetime I work so much on integrating, integrating all parts, the light and the dark versus I do less cutting away. I do do that. I do cut up cords and attachments. But for me, the overall theme is integrating, bringing it in and realizing, getting away from this whole sort of Virgo perfection mode. Um, I wonder if I have a Virgo in my chart. (laughs) Or if you're just a perfectionist, you know, there's, for me, I say Virgo, but I'm sure... There's other, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah. when you're you realizing what you were lacking in that case and what mm-hmm. had changed, was there any parts of you, Heather, the physical personality that had changed or you had perhaps, lo- I don't even say lost, had released in that also? So i.e., I guess the, the, the Heather that is compassionate, the Heather that does give a, you know, who that's part of your personality because you are, you know, uh, yeah. you are of concern. You aren't. So that part of you, like you say, you don't have the emotion, but is it, uh, it I'm just asking, is it a personality that you feel like, I, I, I don't even know who that is anymore because I don't feel her. Or was it just my emotions just aren't there to support that my, version of myself? My emotions weren't there to support. There mm-hmm. was just, okay. you know, like yeah. the lack of compassion and just mm-hmm. empathy. And I was just like, okay, it's time to stop and just um, reload the coffers and just go from there. And no just, parts and, of Heather were lost. No, it's just, I, I, I want to say yes, because Mm -hmm. I changed so much, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't affect me that way. If I, if I change, I change, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's, I don't have a problem. I change all the time. Like I was not the person who I was a year ago. So Mm -hmm. 
and yay for that. <laughs> it reminds me of the temperance card in in the tarot, this balance, you know, one foot on ground, one foot in water. Um, and sometimes when it's upside down, those are the extremes. And sometimes going to an extreme can be incredibly educational when we realize, oh, this is too far for me. This doesn't work for me. So I, I feel like, you know, and it's like you said, um, Heather, that Abhijam had taken three months off once to just to yeah. indulge that sort of like, all right, I'm not going to be on the path. Mm-hmm. Went, went the other way, you know. So sometimes when we allow ourselves to have these extremes or when we don't even realize we're going to an extreme mm-hmm. and then we go, oh, this is too much for me. This doesn't work. Some mm-hmm. people, it might work. Some people, it is their path to just constantly maybe mm-hmm. hurt. That's Heather discovered that's not right for her. And so mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's come back. Mm-hmm. Let's get our equilibrium again so that, like she said, she could feel her heart again and start to be guided about what the next right step is. Exactly. And it's exciting because it's all an experiment and, and you're no the one more. who continues mm-hmm. to experiment on yourself and on your reality. And that's, that's fun. I mean, it's not easy, clearly. Uh, <laughs> well, it's um, fun to talk about, it's, but it's not necessarily about, fun yeah. to go through. You know, but, you know, yeah, as we... I mean, that's how we learn. That's how we gather information. And, you know, you're a seeker of, of your reality or your truths of the possibilities. And for you, it really puts you on ex- great extremes on your, you know, pendulum swing, but you find your way back, you realign, and then, you know, you gather your tools and you try another version um, exactly. and you're, you're wiser for it, you know, and, and yeah. that's exciting. And you share it with everybody. So I, I kind of, you know, it's kind of a neat, you, you're almost like a, you know, an explorer, a, a spiritual Lewis and Clark, you go out there to the ethers, bring I us am, back some, you know, I instead am, of beaver caps and uh, you know, pelts. It is, it's back. part of the way shower. You know, yeah. I am definitely a way shower and it's just like, yeah, that didn't work. But yeah. I also get these like little, these little glimpse of like further on down my path where somebody is going to be coming to me where they're, where they're doing this and I'm able to be like, Hey, yo, you might want to take a look at this. That's why, you know, I'm willing to go through pain is if I can get wisdom from it. That's the first thing I think whenever I'm in pain of some kind is like, okay, at least let's get a teachable moment out of this Mm. so that, you know, and that's what gets me through those moments. It's like, how, how am I going to help somebody else when the time comes? So that's, what's so great. It's good that you admit that because I would never, I, I don't want you to even know that I am not interested in Stephanie's pain. Like, I am the observer. Who got I'm me the here? Observer. I'll listen to your painful Stephanie, stories and I shall gather. You keep on saying this each time and then it bites you right in the bun. I don't know. Next week we'll I find out how Stephanie bit herself in the butt. <laughs> no, that's okay to say I, I'm not interested in pain. I can learn other ways and I, yes, you know, you can. I embrace that. <laughs> I, I don't just lifetime. Ducking. <laughs> Curse you all. Huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, but that's good that you, I think all three of us kind of know a little bit of our boundaries and uh, how, again, we work with the universe Um, and your way is not a way I want to explore my way might just seem dumb to you. And Angela's way is just like, what's, you know, what's missing. We're just, it's not suited for all of us. We all have what works. And when we're, and maybe I don't even know if it's possible this lifetime, who knows if we're ready to expand. I I hope there's that option if, if one wants to dabble into another level, but, um, 
I'm comfortable with the way I, I learn. I, I just am. I mean, anytime I've and wanted that's... to expand on it, um, I don't like how, you know, it changes. I just have my way, you have your way and, and Heather has their, her way. And so, um, I think it's exciting, right? Because again, we're yeah. all gathering our own information, but we have different perceptions, you know, of it. And that's so valuable because it's that, uh, well, I think we've talked about that metaphor before where you have the blind men, like four or five blind men yes. all feeling the elephant, right? Which poor I mean, elephant. And that's, it's the poor, hey, maybe he was getting, you know, some, <laughs> I don't know. some good, uh, some good Cop touching <laughs> Do you want three blind men trying to figure you out by but it was touching an elephant, you? Maybe. I don't know. You know? I don't know. <laughs> wow. I just feel like that was the original. This show turned too. a whole different way. It really did. It really did. You know, absolutely. Well, obviously you are not a mollusk in your past, but Anyway, no, but yeah, it is um, to, to your point before I got snarky, um, everybody having a different perspective yeah, is so it's important. exciting. It is important. You know, yeah. it is so exciting when we look at it that way, because you can either be awed or scared or, you know, appalled by it. The point is it's somebody is able to tackle it that way, yeah. you know, and that's exciting when you realize that you're not missing out, you know, to listen to Heather and, and think, oh gosh, that's what I want. Be careful what you wish for. And, you know, it's taken a long time for Heather to get to the point where she's able to, to work with it, you know, without falling apart and to gather her information confidently. And, and it I, still kicks her butt sometimes, you know? Yeah. And I have somebody that I can go to being like, okay, I'm in the weeds. Can somebody help me? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and that's really important yeah. that we find yeah. our circle, our tribe, yeah. you know, who, yeah. our community that you can ask somebody like, Hey, you know what? I'm in the weeds over here. Would you mind? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause especially if you're further along your path and you're used to coming up with your own solutions, exactly. It and can be very insidious when you finally realize, oh, I'm out of balance. Like that's the gift that depression has taught me. I don't re I still 50 some odd years, right. Of dealing with depression. I will still be shocked by it when all of a sudden I'll realize how I'm interpreting the world, how I'm replaying what happened in the day is not correct. Everybody doesn't hate me. I wasn't, you know. I love that Stephanie's like laughing at my depression. But no, no, I don't. But the gift of the depression is I I very routinely have moments where I have to go, I'm I have to reach out. I need to ask other people because me, smart, intelligent me, I'm not coming up with the the right answers right now. And when you're on the spiritual path, I think it's also very easy to be like, well, I'm used to knowing what the right answer is. So mm -hmm. clearly I must have the right answer. I must be interpreting this correctly. You're, you're coming at it from a mental, mental, emotional thought yeah. instead of being in your heart center, which I couldn't be in my heart center because it was, because not you, you ignored the feather have yeah. the out of order sign on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, even I, when your friend tells you, you know, are you balanced? And I was just like, Oh, well, every once in a while, I don't feel balanced. And be. it was like, Nope. There was a message there too. I was like, okay, got it. And and I laughed. I remember that um, for next time. Excuse me, Heather, for talking over you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I laughed with Alan, Angela, not certainly at depression, but because it's it's I understand it very much, right? When we get that, it's not everybody else. But in that, I still believe you're never wrong in those moments. You're still very, very exactly. right. It is your truth because that's yes. what's going on from your perception. So you can 
look at anything to validate it and you'll get that proof, right? That validation. Only when you change that perspective, you realize, okay, well, I was projecting, I was assuming all these things come out. These people weren't thinking that way now that I see it a different way. Um, And again, it's just good learned knowledge. You know, we can trade places uh, with that energy that we create. It's almost uh, like a topo thing. We create that monster outside of yeah, us yeah. to to confirm what we're thinking it is. And these poor people get blamed. But, you it. know, also there's another, there's another side to that. Cause it immediately popped in my head when Angela said it is I remember I went to a restaurant one time and this waitress was not happy. And I was like, Oh my God, she hates me. And I had this story running in my head. I was like, oh, she hates me. Yeah. And no, it. I was, I was, I'm empath. So I felt her emotion. She just hated right. everybody in just yeah. in the moment. She hated her job. She just hated everything. But I took it as, oh my God, she hates me. Mm-hmm. And here's my brain going off with the, with the, with the scenario of like, everybody hates me. Da, 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 da. So, you know, I, could you also, you know, be, like empathic and being the same way of thinking like everybody hates me. Have you ever thought of it that way? Oh, I'm definitely empathic, but um, yeah. And that helped immensely when I was like, Oh, I'm not, this isn't mine, but there are times the quality of when I'm in a depressive yeah. state and it's happening less. I am, you know, I'm yeah. altering it, but just the baseline of what my thoughts are, everything. It's like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't who I choose to be. This brings pain and I'm not realizing I'm in pain. And then it's like, okay, let's step back and let's get other people's impressions of what just happened. And my mother was always great. I still call her and she's like, no, sweetie, you were fine at the party. You were, you know, like I was like, but I was making people laugh. Was I hogging attention? Like all of these things, right? And it sounds so silly to say, but I will be in tears. I will be in tears. Wow. And she's like, no, I think you need to get out and exercise. And I think you need to, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm in a depressed state. That's not a reality I choose to operate my world from. Yeah. Got so, it. Yeah. But no, when realizing things aren't your feelings, yeah. like, it's big, isn't it? Yeah. It is my blindness. If you don't have the knowledge to recognize it or have someone who's there to, you know, offer you that glimpse, you get consumed by it, you know, mm-hmm. and then it just feeds, attaches to all these other stories and traumas and, and you know, pains we have. And it becomes something, you know, that never was disempowerment. Meant to be, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And even though, you know, we all three obviously know we're impasse, we all know. There's times where you know exactly what's not yours right off. You're like, oh gosh, this is not mine. But there's times where it creeps in and it can fool you because what's going on at that time, right? It's connecting to something that's already maybe festering. I don't know. So, you know what I say for Mm -hmm. that? There's what's been helping me tremendously a lot when, when I, when I thought there are thoughts of mine and I'm like, that's not my thought. And I'll either say false or that's not my thought or I don't even have to say it right now. It's just, I look at, I, in my head, like I'll recognize it and I'll put the feeling of that's not mine. And so it's been Mm -hmm. helping a lot to release all this density. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, there's another way of just feeling like that isn't mine and recognizing it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not at that point, just say it out. That's not mine. That's not mine. 
that's not mine. To build off of what you're saying, you know, there's, if you're not forming an attachment to that thought, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever had a moment where somebody kind of tried to insult you and it's like wounding and other times somebody tried to insult you and you just kind of don't let it land. You don't create a story Mm -hmm. about it. You don't put emotion on it. Mm -hmm. It just, you're like Teflon. It just, and you're not didn't spiritually bypassing. You just don't attach to it. So yeah, if you have those moments where you can think, that's not my thought. Let's not create a yeah. story around it. Let's not have emotions or feelings attached to it. Let's just return it. You know, yeah. or or it even feelings. Off. Like I had, I was sitting there, I was sitting here because I wasn't getting something. And then all of a sudden this emotion and feeling of me wanting to cry and get frustrated and walk away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not me. That's something else. And I was just like, Ooh. and then immediately it released because I felt it released. And I was just like, okay. And even when I hear, I heard recently, I was like, God, I feel like I'm so stupid. And I was like, that's not me. Oh. And, I, and it released. And I was like, bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. It's good work. Now, both, I think that's valuable information. One, I love the word attachment, uh, Angela, bringing that up because it's it's very easy to get that visual of someone else's thought our reaction or what have you, and that we do attach to it. And then, you know, we get consumed for it. If we can relate to it somewhere in anything we carry, it becomes something like Heather was saying, by just saying, boom, not mine. And not trying to figure it out. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to heal it. Just, it's not mine. Move on. Just like a little dart going past you or something missing you step out of the way or bounces off you. Like you said, then you start self-identifying with it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 You create this whole story, this whole attachment, all these feelings Mm -hmm. and emotions and thoughts. And it wasn't even yours. It was Mm -hmm. like, you didn't have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great mantra. I think I'm going to leave this weekend with, I'm going to use that a lot, Heather. It's not mine. It's not mine. Anytime (laughs) I'm just going to keep saying it's not mine. You'd be surprised on how Because usually my selfish self says that is mine. That's mine. And that's mine. (laughs) It goes against you. (laughs) You'll be surprised. I guarantee it. Yeah. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to try it. Here's my experiment for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listeners. Well, that's all the time that we have today. And we like to thank you so much for listening to us. And we hope you have a lovely day. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the Three Intuitive Healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 